0: Hey, this is John Ligodakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a conference call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, get more traffic, and make more sales. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Hi, welcome to the podcast, everyone. It's great to have you here. Today, we have a special guest, Regan Hillier. Actually, did I pronounce that correct, Regan, your name?
1: Yes, that's perfect.
0: All right, excellent. It's good to have you here. Thank you for joining us, Regan. Regan, uh, let me tell you a bit about her. Regan Hillier is a serial entrepreneur, investor, mindset coach, and the author of the best-selling book, Be Your Brand. In her client work, she helps entrepreneurs uncover their true message so they can make a bigger impact in the world. Thank you so much for joining us today, Regan.
1: Awesome. It's great to be here.
0: Regan, tell us a bit about your background, where you're from.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm from Auckland, New Zealand originally.
0: And what was life like for you growing up, Regan, as a kid, as a teenager?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was I was really blessed to have a beautiful family and still do growing up that were... You know, very supportive and a father who told me that I could do anything that I set my mind to. And although I didn't like school that much, I was an overachiever, you know, anything I did, I did do that. You know, I achieved it and I set my mind to it and I made it happen. And I guess I was, I followed the system in some respect of, you know, work hard at school, get good grades, go on, get go to university, work hard there. And yeah, obviously at some point changed that journey, but that was kind of, I was set up to go down that path
0: initially okay and whereabouts did it change did you end up going to university did you finish high school
1: I did so I finished high school, I went on to university, and I studied architecture, so I did actually complete my degree in architecture, even though i haven 't worked a day as a life as a, a day in my life rather as an architect ever but look it was it was around the first year of university that it really hit me that although I was good at it, although I could work hard and everyone was telling me I was going to be a very talented architect, it wasn 't actually what I wanted to
0: do that's it 's very interesting. Because I actually went to university as well. And lo and behold, I was doing a Bachelor of Architecture. And I lasted about about a year and a half. My heart wasn't in it. It wasn't for me. And life, Mm. life did end up taking me elsewhere as well. So Regan, what do your parents do for a living themselves?
1: Yeah, so my parents have run a small business since before I came along, which is basically in the advertising industry. So, marketing, advertising, graphic design. So, they specialize in print production more than anything else. So, think, you know, brochures, you know, signage, ads in the Herald, for example, things like that. And they were pretty niche and still are in terms of working with hotel firms. So, It was pretty impressive actually from a young age noticing that although it was a very small business, you know, there was never any more than three or four staff plus themselves, you know, they had massive international global contracts all through America, all through Asia, through Europe. So it was pretty cool seeing them make that happen, I guess, with such small resources compared to some other people in that industry.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And did you work in the business yourself?
1: No, I didn't. In fact, I kind of grew up swearing a little bit that I wouldn't run a business like my parents because right. I saw them work. I saw them work so hard. You know, mm-hmm. my dad. It was. It was like he was a doctor on call. Honestly, you know, it'd be the mm. middle of the night, and he'd be going to print runs, and he'd do everything himself. And and I, I also, I guess, as a child, I felt the ups and downs of a small business, like. You know, one year it was holidays and going to beautiful places and the next year being told we couldn't do those things and really understanding that the business was up and down. And so it's been, Mm. I guess, a big driver for me to always work out, well, how can I play a really big game, but I guess do it in a way where it's a little bit smarter rather than just working harder and harder and harder, having to generate results.
0: Yeah, good point. And so what happened to you, Regan? You were doing your university degree in architecture.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and what happened from there?
1: Yeah, well, look, it was actually one new lecturer that walked in during the end of the first year, and I'd already obviously been having some thoughts around, you know, oh, man, is this what I really want to do? But I didn't have any other option in terms of what I did want to do but I remember this one lecturer walking in and saying something like, you know, welcome future architects. I want you to picture your future five and ten years out from here. <laughs> and I started picturing it and I got extremely scared about what I saw. You know, I literally saw myself doing what my parents did effectively and working really hard long hours, you know, in some sort of job that I wasn't actually that passionate about. And even though, you know, I could have I could have done it, I was good at it, I just really it clicked for me that it wasn't what I wanted to be doing so that's when I guess I started soul searching a little bit and I jumped into the world of personal development and I went to started going to events and seminars searching things online like you know how do I make money online and and how do I create a business from my laptop and how do I escape I was working out how to escape the nine-to-five before I was even in the nine-to-five right Right. so yeah I kind of yeah I jumped into that world kind of trying to figure out you know who am I why am I here and what can I actually do because surely life isn't all about just doing some job that you don't enjoy surely there's a better way
0: did that lead to what you are doing today or was there a step in between
1: yeah look basically i started working on my own mindset and i started seeing some really really cool results through every area of my life and people started noticing and people were asking me you know Reagan, how are you doing this? Like, uh, you know, you're now traveling, you're doing this, you're doing that, like how, how kind of thing. And so that's when I looked at becoming a coach and I started working with people actually one-on-one initially and just helping them around their mindset and breaking through their blocks and limitations and, and showing them that the answers was in their mindset and in their psychology rather than all of these strategies that they were trying to figure out constantly. So, yeah, working and, and going jumping into the one-on-one work and from there I basically got mad maxed out with one-on-one clients really fast. So I started shifting to speaking. So I started doing live events where I'd speak to small rooms and, you know, I learned the power of leverage, how I could, you know, speak to 10 people for one hour rather than spending 10 hours of my time talking to one person and really understanding that model and moving through into that. And then it's been in the last year that I've actually shifted everything online where i relaunched my personal brand and, you know, I still run some in-person events, but everything is basically run from my laptop now and is completely location free.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And when you were starting out, Regan, with this business, with your coaching and speaking business, what did you find was your strongest marketing tool? What got you the biggest results? Was it just word of mouth, or was it something you were doing online yourself to attract clients?
1: Right. So we, it's funny you ask that. We actually had a very interesting go off and then do it all again. So Mm. we were speaking two to three times a week in each of those cities, two of the events being, you know, smaller, I guess, promotional events. And then one, if we were doing it that week was more of a fulfillment event, which was a two and a half day weekend, which we used to run a workshop. So, in terms of, obviously, because that's a golden question everyone has is, you know, how did you fill those rooms? We constantly had somewhere between 10 and 20 people in each of those rooms twice a week in each city. Now, we were actually using meetup.com. Do you know that website?
0: Yes, I do.
1: Right. So, we were... I, I think pretty smart about it in some ways. We st- we set up meetup.com and we started building communities and tribes and we started running free events where people could come along and meet everyone and then we would effectively have our team work the room and then offer people to come through to the next step which was a, a preview paid workshop for say $47.00 now we'd also be marketing that through meetup occasionally we'd post something on facebook but really 99.9 percent of everything was driven through meetup so obviously when people join a meetup group they get emailed about you know there's an event on there's a workshop it's 47 dollars, you should go and we'd, we'd constantly fill these rooms which is really cool and then we'd basically our offer was a two and a half k price point and we'd have 10 people at each of those events 10 to 12 so it was 100 through meetup and it literally wasn't costing us anything other than the twenty dollars a month meetup
0: fee. Great. Well really appreciate you sharing that tip with us because I've played around a little bit with meetup. I haven't actually used it yet to create any events. But mm-hmm. what I've noticed is with Meetup it does do a lot to help you to promote your business. So when you create mm-hmm. a, a tribe or a group on Meetup, what Meetup will do for you it'll when someone signs up to Meetup and they sign up to a certain group, it'll suggest other groups to them so it it does help to promote your business for you so and yeah that's a that's a fantastic strategy especially if you want to fill live rooms that's Mm. a, a great website to use so that's excellent
1: exactly
0: and so Regan what do you think was the biggest mistake if any that you made as you were growing your business
1: Look, well, if I if I stay around, I guess, the, the speaking side of things, I'm not sure if it was a mistake, but it was more, I guess, a learning is that, you know, the model worked really well in terms of small rooms. We started to to look at trying to scale and up level that but we hit the max capacity to some degree without completely changing the event that we were using for fulfillment because all of a sudden you know having 30 people in a room versus 10 or 12 people was a very different room it was a very different feel and people were getting very different results so we kind of worked out pretty quickly that we'd effectively we'd maxed out that kind of business model to some extent now We probably, you know what, there would have been a way to scale it and do it but the fact that we'd positioned it and branded it and marketed it basically all around me being the speaker, the entrepreneur, the person you know, even though I had a team and other coaches that came in, um, people came to see me ultimately they really didn't come and and show up to to see the other people so we tried to effectively then put the other people in my place and have multiple events running at some time and it worked to some degree but we noticed the conversion drop a lot Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it just wasn't stacking up as well with all the flights and accommodation and event rooms and everything like that so i mean that was a a big learning and that's what really drove me to go and look at how to play online purely just understanding that you know, if I could take a similar model and if I could do this through, say, a free webinar, if I can convert ten, that a ten, a 10 person webinar, if there are then 10,000 people on the webinar, it's no difference. You can really scale quite easily. So, yeah, that was uh, an interesting kind of learning curve at that point in time.
0: Yeah. And I noticed, so you are quite visible online. Your website, Regan, where people can find out more about you and what you do right now?
1: Yeah, it's just ReganHillier.com. Easy.
0: That's spelled reganhillye com, And I've gone to your website, Regan. It's a great site. I've noticed that you have a membership for people that want to be part of your coaching. If they want to do life coaching, success, leadership or business coaching, you have a membership site where they can join and get that coaching and that training from you. And so that's the model you're using today. Is that correct, Regan?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's basically the starting point and the product spectrum. So there's there's a range of products and services that go, you know, from that low price at ninety seven dollars per month right through to you know high end and tens of thousands of dollars. But that's where a lot of people get started, where they come in and they want to work out. Well, how can I be working on my mindset? What can I do to condition my mind daily to succeed? And yeah, that, that's basically a hub that's updated with weekly online trainings through there.
0: Regan, if you can share with us one of the success stories of your clients, anyone that comes to mind?
1: Mm, there's so many, so so many. I mean, many of my clients that I guess are, are visibly really successful. Uh, you know, they've come through, say, maybe your brand Bali Masterminds, which is three days over in Bali where we look at basically unlocking their true message that they're born to share with the world, and then developing it and launching it and accelerating it out. So, gosh, there's loads of people that have come through that that were either in jobs that now have an online personal brand. One example that comes to mind is uh, Robin Okora Scott. So, for example, she was in a corporate job she really didn't enjoy but she knew that she was destined for more so by coming along to that event she's basically taken her skill set around project management and change management and she's now working with entrepreneurs to help roll out their launches and their projects and their life with a little bit more ease so that's one cool transition and one cool example
0: Yeah, that's great. And I'm sure that's made a big difference in her life, going from a corporate job, like you said, that Mm. she doesn't enjoy, where she's getting to meet a lot of more exciting and dynamic people, entrepreneurs, and helping them and using those skills that she has and being able to work and travel. That's really exciting stuff.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so what's life like for you now, Regan? What is a typical week in the life of Regan like?
1: Absolutely. Well, I think it it definitely varies depending on not whether I'm traveling. So obviously, if I need to be at an event or I'm traveling, it's kind of all over the show and it's go, go, go. But I guess the standard day. So I'm completely location free with my business. So we choose to base ourselves in Bali currently. So we're here for the next couple of months and then we're going to head to the States for a That's couple a of months. That's
0: a tough life having to be headquartered in Bali. I
1: know, it's challenging, but someone has to do it, right? So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're here for a couple of months, then over to the States for a couple of months and then we'll kind of make a decision and see where I want to go after that. So in terms of the day-to-day life, you know, I generally... I'm up around anywhere between five and six AM I jumped straight into mindset work. So it really is a priority for me, you know, getting my head in the right place so that I can create some epic results throughout the day. After that, you know, checking in with my team. So again, I have a really beautiful team that run out all the things that either I'm not good at or that I don't like doing. <laughs> and they they manage that and oversee that. So I check in with them for about half an hour in the morning and with my main team member because everyone's in different time zones, obviously, being location-free. And then from there, you know, my focus is always, well, what's going to create me the most impact and what's going to make me the most money? So from there often comes things like content development. So I'll be writing or speaking and creating free content to put out for the world creating paid content for some of my high-end clients I might touch base with a couple of my one-on-one premium clients and mm-hmm. then yeah generally each day there's kind of about 30 minutes of business stuff that I need to get done like replying to emails and things that need my personal attention and the day wraps up at about six or seven o'clock and that's pretty much it And there's obviously some barley sun and some good food in the mix as well <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's fantastic Regan what would you say is one or two of the most important skills that a successful entrepreneur needs to have?
1: Look, the first skill, I believe, is really recognizing your own message and your own value. I think that... I mean, most people wouldn't even recognize that as a skill, but I think it's definitely something that's that's learned. You're not just born knowing your values. So I feel like, you know, until you recognize your own value, then other people aren't going to see your value. I always say to my clients, you know, you have to be your first client. You have to be the person that inv- invests in yourself first. Otherwise, no one else is, right? And then secondly, the second skill I would say is that, you know, you really need to be able to tap into having a really large vision. So whatever your vision is, you know, you need to be constantly working at expanding that. And again, you know, this is a mindset thing, but entrepreneurs need to lead with vision and you need to be the person that can project where you're going and then, you know, create expectations for your team and people around you and then simply, you know, inspect what you expect from them. So if someone doesn't, if if someone isn't a visionary, if they're not leading with vision, if they can't see the next 10 steps ahead, then nothing moves very fast. So I think that's a really important thing to work on.
0: Yeah, fantastic. What books, Regan, have had the biggest impact on your life?
1: Yeah, there's lots of them. And I'm kind of a funny one with books, because I tend to dip in and out of books. And instead of reading them like a normal person from the beginning to the end. But if I was to think of the ones that I go back to constantly, um, secrets of millionaire mind is huge for agreements definitely rich dad poor dad especially in the early days they would probably be the core ones think and grow rich as well um Mm. that have really impacted me
0: yeah i've read most of those that you mentioned uh the secrets Mm. of a millionaire mind who was the author of that one
1: that's t.r becker
0: okay yeah yeah i've seen him live he was excellent and i've I've read that book yeah it's it's a really good one and a lot of those books that you mentioned uh it's about changing your mindset. like, And this is the message you, I've been getting from you as we've been talking today. It starts with the mindset, and, and we need to get that right. And I know for me, back in 2005, when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad for the first time, that's what changed m- my life forever. Because I mm. grown up, like most people do, being told that you need to go to school, get a good education, and then you get a... A high-paying job. You know, go to university, get your qualifications, get a high-paying job, and that's it. And when I read that rich Day poor data, that just changed everything for me. Mm, and it's it led massive. me. The, yeah, yeah. So it's great. It's it's so important that we learn from, especially people that we want to achieve what they what they have achieved. And it's, a, it's so easy for us today. We've got all, so many books at our disposal. I love audiobooks because I'm terrible for sitting down reading a book. I'm always so busy and doing stuff. Mm. So I'll, I'll be listening to audiobooks all the time and I just get so much out of them.
1: Absolutely.
0: Regan, tell me, what do you, does the future hold for you?
1: The future for me is really more of the same of what's going on right now, to be completely honest. I mean, I feel like I love my business, I love my clients, I love my lifestyle and now it's just really time to up-level that in every single way and, and constantly be pushing to new levels. I'm starting out actually at the moment as we speak doing a lot of philanthropic work, so focusing on raising some money to build schools in Africa and less fortunate places. So for me right now, you know, my core focus is on increasing my impact, you know, both personally and with my clients, but then on a wider global scale as well, because I just, I purely believe that, you know, everyone should have the right to have access to education regardless of their circumstances and regardless of, you know, where they're at right now.
0: Yeah, that's great. And we wish you all the best with that. And I'm sure you're going to do really well with that, Regan. Any final thoughts that you have for our listeners, Regan?
1: Final thoughts. I would say, you know, whatever it is that you're dreaming of, whatever it is that you're thinking of doing, just go and do it. Because if it's there, and if if you're getting those nudges that that you're there, then just listen to that. You know, if you don't, you'll just do it years down the track and regret that you hadn't done it sooner, basically. So I would just say, you know, whatever it is that you're focusing on or want to achieve, just go out and take massive action on it.
0: Fantastic advice. Look, well, thank you so much, Regan, for taking the time for being with us today and sharing those great insights. And they've been really valuable insights that you've shared with us. Now, for anyone that would like to learn more about Regan or work with Regan, again, her website is ReganHillier.com. That's R E G A N H I double. sites that you've shared with us. Now, for anyone that would like to learn more about Regan or work with Regan, again, her website is ReganHillier.com. That's R-E-G-A-N-H-I-L-L-Y-E-R. Thank you so much, Regan, and thank you, everyone, for listening today.
1: Thank you so much, John.
0: Thanks, Regan. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. As a way of saying thank you for being a loyal listener, I've got a very special gift for you, an exclusive report where I reveal all the tools and services I use every day in my online businesses, including the sites I use to get targeted traffic at literally pennies per click. It's ready for you to download right now. To get free immediate access to my online business resource report, head on over to JohnsLikes.com forward slash podcast. This is John Lagadaka signing off. I'll see you all next time.